Hey everyone, Emma here. Thanks so much for tuning in to the African Diaspora News Channel. Today we're going to talk about racism in the education system. I'm going to share a clip of some young Black girls who are going to share stories of the racism that they've experienced in school, both overt and covert, along with the statistics that talk to the amount of racialized bullying that takes place in the schools. I'm going to roll the clip and then we'll talk about it. And what is school like? There's like a lot of ignorance as to like where we come from. Do kids in Africa go to school? Or how come you speak good English and you're from Africa? You know, stuff like that. Like they expect less of you because yeah. you're an immigrant or I don't yeah. know, maybe because we're black. There was actually one time there were a bunch of kids behind me and I was just seated and then they were like, um, am I being racist if I say that I don't like the way black people look? And I was like, mm, excuse me. <laughs> and I just turned, looked at them and walked away. Like, you don't want to take it any further. You don't want to fight them. Being a student comes with many pressures like staying on top of homework, studying for exams, maintaining grades and keeping focused. But many students are juggling all of that while being in a toxic environment. Six out of ten of our high school students have witnessed or, or experienced uh, bullying. Professor Henry Yu was part of an Angus Reid study done in August which surveyed over 800 Canadian students between 12 and 17 years old. The study finds 58% of students have witnessed racialized bullying and 14% experienced it themselves. This shouldn't come as a surprise. The study also reveals students who are visible minorities are three times more likely to face bullying than white students. Yu says lack of knowledge and education plays a significant role. What we are not teaching our students properly is in fact directly contributing to what's going on. About 21% of students say they're not learning about racism in Canadian history at school. We just need to do a better job in some sense uh, teaching about these other forms of racism in, in our past and in our present. They didn't go away. Deandra Exner-Cortens, co-director of National Bullying Prevention Hub Prevnet, says awareness is part of the solution. But a lot of bullying research hasn't um, focused on the racialized element of bullying. She says racialized bullying has to do with power imbalances. Bullying is also rooted in power, um, and that includes social power imbalances. So that is unfortunately why um, we see that racialized youth are often at higher risk for being bullied. 23% of students feel their teachers either ignore racist behavior or are unaware of it. What are we doing as adults within our schools and communities um, to make them places where we can talk about these issues? Policy, the kind of curriculum that we're teaching, how we're talking about um, these issues to kids. She says kids learn to identify differences from a very young age, an area where parents can help. If kids are bullying someone because of their racial group, they are learning from somewhere um, that that's an okay thing to do. As white people, we think, oh, you know, I don't want to talk to my child about that, but parents um, of children of color are having to do it, and so we need to be doing it as well. Both you and Exner Cortez agree changes need to be made within schools, communities, households, and at a policy level if we want to see lower rates of racialized bullying in our schools. Questions like, how come you're from Africa and you speak good English, or do Africans go to school? Or even the most blatant one, which is, am I racist? Always, you know, prefacing with that question, am I racist if? Am I racist if I say I don't like the way black people look? 
I mean, and these are young students, so we all know it starts from home. And I truly hope that they do introduce some sort of curriculum that teaches about racism, racialized bullying, because this has to stop in the schools. These are young children that are already facing this. And I can totally relate because I remember being a young six, seven, eight-year-old and being asked these kind of questions, even about my hair. Like, why do you have your hair like that? You look like you have worms in your hair because um, the African tradition is to plait hair with thread. So my mother would plait our hair with thread and make all of these wonderful styles with them. And when I would go to school, I would hear things from kids saying, you look like you have worms in your hair. I don't like your hair. Am I racist if I say I don't like the way your hair looks? Am I racist if I, don't, if I say I don't like just the color of your skin or your skin tone? I've heard it all too. So hearing that and listening to these young black girls, it definitely resonates. And I truly, truly hope the education system will do something about this so that these children can go to school and be in the same spaces with other white children and not have to experience this. It definitely carries them through life as they grow. And it, you know it's unfortunate that this is still going on. So I petition to the education systems in Canada, please do better, do the right thing, introduce this curriculum, let's teach these students so that we do not continue to go through this. Thanks so much for tuning in. And once again, you can catch me on my YouTube channel, EA Public Relations. If you want one of these t-shirts, Colors of One Nation, Carl Parks Collection, that's Carl Parks Collection, C-A-R-L-L-P-A-R-K-E-S collection.com. Thank you once again. Until next time, peace be.